Thanks for joining. Welcome to the show this very morning. Thank you very much, Sammy. Good morning, Nigeria. Yes, good morning to you. Let's start off uh, this conversation by reviewing um, the People's Democratic Party evaluation of democracy under your team, under your political party, and also what the All Progressive Congress has achieved now. Let's start from there. What's your evaluation? Well, if you look at where we are coming from, I think life was far, far, far better than where we are today. Between 1999 and 2015, when the People's Democratic Party left office, the, party, the, the governments that were formed under the People's Democratic Party was busy building structure and laying foundation for economic development. And between, 20, uh, between 1999 and 2015, we had achieved a lot. We revolutionized the banking sector we revolutionized the telecommunication. Uh, we ensured that the ordinary Nigerians had a feel of what is it to have government. You had your freedom. We didn't have a situation where entire newspapers in Nigeria would block their front page in protest against the against the determination of a government to 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 strangulate free speech. We didn't have that. So, looking backwards, I think that the situation is, of our nation is worsening compared to where we are coming from. What are the indicators you are looking at to say, well, the situation is getting worse? Even the standard of living in the first place. Nigeria was where Nigerians were living better than we are. In the area of security, I've heard people say, oh, there wasn't security. Under PDP, but was there? But before the PDP left office in 2015, insecurity was prevalent in the Northeast. This was fought vehemently by the People's Democratic Party administration of Jonathan, and bandits and insurgents were fought to the fringes of the Northeast in such a manner that elections held in every part of the Northeast and results were declared in 2015. And at the time even President Gullo Jonathan left office in 2015, the bombing of soft targets had gone down. And we didn't have a situation in which insurgents and bandits were attacking military formation prior to 2015. But where are we today? The entire nation is in turmoil. But some say as well, the way the PDP's led uh, government at the time handled the issue of insecurity is what laid the framework for how intense and difficult things are today. But you must understand, Nigerians must also quickly remember too, that what we had, in particularly between 2014 and 2015, was brigandage from the All Progressive Congress. They were, not, they, were no long, they were not interested in nation building. And that's why every step that was taken by the by the People's Democratic Administration of Jonathan to secure our nation was vehemently opposed by the All Progressive Congress. For instance, when mercenaries were invited, mm. oh, what did we hear from the what did we hear from the APC? Oh, they said they have gone to bring people that will, that will kill them. But in spite of that, through the use of mercenaries, the People's Democratic Administration of Gulo Jonathan fought the insurgents to the fringes. And I insist, as of 2015, when this nation 
was handed over to President Muhammad Buhari. We didn't have the level of insecurity that we have across the seas zones of the federation that's the situation we have in our country too. But, but one of the viewing up from what uh, the all progressive congress the party of the president often says is the fact that money that should have gone to proper security architecture building uh, was taken by corrupt leaders corrupt politicians affiliated to your political party so, so i wonder so i mean do, does that mean that we are in this situation so because me, how many people are in jail on account of the of the of the phone that they are talking about because if you recall in the People's Democratic Party between 1999 and 2015, any member of the party who is found wanting in the area of corruption or in any form of misdemeanor that was bordering on corruption, they were reported, they were taken to, they were investigated, and they were prosecuted. Like who was prosecuted? Who was not prosecuted? Name them. Just name anybody that you know. Because uh, it's really, uh, 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 it's, it's difficult to remember who was uh, indicted or, or jailed. Even, or even, 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 pres even President, President uh, Ulusha Gumbasunjo took his friend, his personal friend, SMA Falabi, for prosecution. Do, does that mean the PDP under Obasanjo was a little bit different under good law? You see, you see Nigerians, we must try not to forget in the hurry what we had lived, the life we have lived, what we had witnessed. All the governors, that the APC claimed to be jailing today were taken to court under the, under the People's Democratic Administration. Name one person in APC. Just, I just, just one name of a member of APC who had been found wanting all the crimes that were committed, all the looting that were done in FIRS. All the looting that were done in Neymar. As a matter of fact, we, we, don't, don't, even, we, don't, we, don't, we don't even need to drag this too much. Because President Muhammad Buhari has come out to tell Nigerians that rather than prosecute uh, a corruption offenders, that he finds a way of easing them out. So let me ask you this question uh, with regards to uh, people from your political party, the PDP. I mean, there's been a wave of defections uh, at the governorship level and also uh, among lawmakers. And one would anchor that a little bit on what one of the former um, APC chieftains has said. Once you come to the APC, you're forgiven. Do you think some of your governors and some of your lawmakers are seeking covering and also seeking um, being able to access resources? That is why they are going to the APC. Because just yesterday, the president welcomed at least four governors, if I'm not mistaken, um, or thereabouts, in the national, in the state house yesterday to welcoming them to the party. So, I mean, I like the fact that you are even you have you have even jacked up the number of governors that left our party. And the number is going to be up. Just that. no, you jacked it up now. In, oh, order, okay. in order to be able to fit into the language of will, of gale and all the adjectives that are being that are being used to describe the situation in the People's Democratic Party. We had 17 governors mm. at the end of at the close of election in 2019. I think um, I think about them. Um, uh, uh, they, they forcefully took Imo State from us. Then in the last uh, few months, we had a situation of about um, three governors, the campaign uh, from the party. But what do you read in the media? Gale of defection. I mean, considering so, 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 the number so, so, of governors so, you have and the number of governors. So, 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 so,
with due respect, and uh, where I'm not supporting in any way that governors are there, are prevented from our party. But it's not a gain. Three, three out of 15, you still have 12. But that's not a gain. Now, having said that, you ask me why are governors living? And I will give you the simple reason, and which you have also made put on the line for me. It is seeking protection from Mr. Man that they must have committed. Not simple, because there's no crisis of any sort. So let me understand you. You are saying that they're leaving. I mean, if I were to put your sentence in a better perspective for understanding, you're saying they're leaving uh, the PDP in order to seek protection in the APC, in order to cover... Because the former chairman has said that no matter the sin you have committed against Nigerians, no matter what we have done... Does that mean the, the PDP governors were committing against, sin against, against... Against their people. The, that, wants, that wants to come into the All Progressives Congress. All those sins are forgiven. And as you know, Femi, what is happening now is that our governors are being harassed, they are being intimidated, they are being coerced using the instrumentality of the state. And what do they do? They first send the FCC to their states and say that they are investigating these governors. And the moment, the moment they say they are investigating their governors, they begin the political process of going after them and saying, look, we have so and so and so against you. It's in your own interest to come and join us. If you join us, all this are protected. All your sins are forgiven. That's mm -hmm. one angle. Another angle is that they're also telling our governors that it is better you come and join the All Progressives Congress. Because there will be no election in 2023. We are just going to write results. Mm. So That's what you think. It's not what I think. It's the intelligence that the party is getting. From, from if I may ask, the intelligence that you're getting, can you act on them? Well, whether we can act or not is immaterial, but we need to put it in the public domain. Then Nigerians know. So what are, and, and, and what, what, evidence, what other evidence do we need than the plan by the All Progressives Congress to storm the electronic transmission of results that has been put in the INEC bill. Let's come to elections. I mean, um, we've seen quite a number of bills make its way in the last two months uh, for review. Some, of course, uh, getting uh, a level of to the level of controversy. The PIB bill, controversial. Electoral amendment bill, getting controversial. Amendment of the NPC NBC Act, also controversial. But let's talk about elections. You're a political party registered in Nigeria. There's, they talk about the electoral amendment bill, and there are quite a number of issues uh, that relates to that amendment and of interest. In fact, even the nomination of commissioners uh, into INEC has generated uh, controversy. Later on today, we would find out the fate of Loretta Anoche, who is the candidate nominated by the president as an INEC commissioner. Are you concerned? The Democratic Party is very concerned on the nomination of Loretta Anoche as a, as a commissioner in INEC and on the plot to remove transmission of results. Because it's, it's strange to reasoning that you can see that election can be conducted electronically, or results must not be collated electronically. It doesn't appear to, to, to anybody's logic. And about amendments to that bill, the People's Democratic Party, using our members in the parliament, and also talking, speaking to Nigerians across party lines, to understand that the fact you are in party A today does not mean that you submit your rights totally to the party. Because tomorrow, Events might happen that will force you out of that party. If you have submitted your right 
to free fair credible and transparent election. How are you going to recover from it? The implication of, of allowing that section 52 to pass is that what it means is that if you have a problem with your party, you believe you can win an election and you sought nomination in your party and you didn't find it, you want to try on another party, whether you can find them, whether you can you can be allowed. Then the system will just write results against you. That's the implication of that section. Because we have tried transmission of results from the unit. But I just need to understand this mm -hmm. in the election. That when you vote at the polling unit, results are collated at the polling unit. It is transferred electronically to the collation center. That helps us to that reduce doggery. That saves the report process from the manipulations that politicians do. Do you understand it? And at the end of the day, we have something near or close to perfection in our electronic. Mm -hmm. But because they know it as a fact that they will have nothing to show to Nigerians in 2023. They want to read the election even before we get to twenty. So you are saying, I mean, you alluded uh, when uh, your candidate Atikwebubaka went to court, even up to the Supreme Court, on the basis of the fact that there were numbers that were transmitted different from uh, the paperwork numbers that eventually emerged from the elections. But let's go on to another subject of interest now. Let's talk about um, rotational presidency. That becomes quite interesting because it's it's now the North having a perspective, the South South having a perspective. I wonder, does the PDP have a perspective to who should lead the country at any point in time? Um, and is such an arrangement good enough for our democracy? Well, you must understand that in the People's Democratic Party, in the constitution of the People's Democratic Party, zoning is enshrined, north and south. That's what our constitution says. That's the party's constitution. But for us in the People's Democratic Party, we have not reached the point in which zone or we have zoned the presidency. So whatever you are hearing now, there are conversations that will help the party to build its decision on which side of the divide it will go. Okay, so that means the party would either and um, no settle for the north or the southern uh, it candidate. Depends. Don't, also forget, don't also forget that there was a committee put up by the party. There was a first committee put up to review I think the 2015 election, uh, which was chaired by Senator Ike Kuremadu, which made recommendations. There was also another committee put up to review the 2019 election. Yes, I think 2019 election, chaired by Senator Bala Mohammed, the governor of Bochi State, which come up with a suggestion that, well, the clarion call among Nigerians is that uh, the next president should come from either the Northeast or the Southeast. But that in the, in the opinion, in the wisdom of the committee, they want, the, they, they suggest that the presidential uh, candidate of the party should be left open. The party has not taken a decision. So all these are conversations, like I said, that will help the party to build the direction you're a politician. You know quite a number of politicians across the country. I mean, for the purpose of Nigerians who are listening in to us right now, who probably want to start to think about the decision they would make uh, with regards to rotational presidency, what would be your thinking to them? I mean, what should be the guiding notes for them uh, when it comes to, oh, well, north, south, as the debates continue to get intense ahead of 2023? Well, you, you, you must understand that I speak to the decisions taken by the People's Democratic Party. That's the responsibility, the purview mm -hmm. of my office. I cannot on my own 
make declarations that this is what the party will do, this is the direction the party will go. Not even to suggest to Nigerians no, how they should do. But what, what I know for certain is that everything that Nigerians are listening to now, everything that Nigerians are hearing now, are conversations that will help the party to build its decision. Let's get into some of the key points being made by the South-South group now, and also the points being made by uh, some of the Northern groups with regards to politics in Nigeria. In fact, as of this morning, uh, quite a number of people from the southern parts of the group of the country, in the region where we have quite a number of politicians, they are suggesting that we are federating units at regional level. It takes us back a little bit just after independence, where it was, uh, where just before independence, where we had quite a number of regional governors taking place. Do you think Nigeria needs regional governance and a federating unit that comes from, that is now rated federal, regional, states, local government? Well, well to me, and uh, I believe I can say this on behalf of Genato for a large opinion in the People's Democratic Party. I think Nigerians believe in them, in them, in them, in them. Uh, Genato of our members have the opinion that if we, have, if we come back to power, we will look in the direction of true federalism will devote more power to the states than the center. I think that's the opinion. That's, that appears to be a large opinion mm -hmm. in, the, in the People's Democratic Party. But on the issue of regionalism, I'm not on the, going back to the, uh, to the regions, I do not understand. I don't think that uh, that opinion is, is a strong. It's a strong one. But what do you think? We have regional problems. Now we're getting to use the word unknown government for the last three months we used it. Now we're saying, oh, there's terrorists uh, in some part of the region of the country, northeast, and also getting in. But in the northwest, it's more bandits, kidnappers that are prevailing in that part of the country. And then when you think about the southwest, you're talking about um, killer headsmen. And we're seeing um, groups that are some sort of threats per region, you know, taking on issues as we go on. What's your take on that? Do you think that um, issue of security threat should be addressed one per region as one would have? Because we have a more technical. We are not, in the we are not practicing regionalism in Nigeria. What we are doing why is, can't what, we what, practice what we regionalism? Doing, what we are doing, what we are doing is federalism. Mm -hmm. And that is why our party, like I said earlier, believes in true federalism and by this we mean devolution of more powers to the state and perhaps even to the local government you understand mm. but if you ask me questions about regionalism since that's not what's operational for now it remains suggestions from nigerians but i believe that for us and for my party we are driving towards true federalism if we come back to power let's talk about oh, sorry when we come back to power. Oh, okay. All right, let's talk about uh, constitution amendment, uh, which is going on right now. And one of the biggest concerns will have to be some of the fundamental things that make up Nigerian constitution, including freedom of speech, uh, freedom of expression, freedom of association, and the likes of that. I mean, almost any Nigerian may not even know where it is in the constitution, but they get a good grasp of, I can speak, I can associate, I can express myself, but in recent times, I, I listened to the Minister of Information, Lai Mohamed, recently speak about the fact that even all these things are fundamentally laid out in the constitutions, uh, if I will put it in any other way, it means that uh, there, there are conditionalities that allow them to walk or not walk. There are no conditionalities for freedom. And that's why when, people, when some people in Nigeria come up to say that, oh, PDP and APC are the same, I often disagree. And I have a responsibility also to disagree with them. 
People's Democratic Party administration in Nigeria respected rights of Nigerians. We believe in equity. We believe in justice. We believe in freedom. And that's why we are Democrats in Nigeria. Compare, and if you look at the process of our formation, the two parties differ. For instance, those who brought PDP into life said that Nigerians were tired of military rule. So they came together and said, look, military, go back to the barracks. They confronted the military, and we had this democracy in 1999. How did APC came into life? APC came into life by lying. What did they lie about? I'm trying to By saying that, by saying that, oh, the situation in Nigeria is so terrible, so we need to take Nigerians to an El Dorado, knowing fully well that they were taking Nigerians to a journey to nowhere. But, but, but we so, have and, challenges and, and, at some oh, point in time. Yes, we have challenges. But what have they done? What has the APC and its government done to correct the challenges today? Nothing. They don't even have the process and direction of what governance should be. And that is why today we have all manner of governance deficits. Mm. You understand? So even from our formation, we differ. So as a party that had been in government, we respected rights of Nigerians. But what do we find today? Model of, 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 of information have been tackled. You are no longer free to express yourself. Palpable fears, whatever you turn. Injustices, mere protest, that's the right. Being aggregated. So in whatever area you look at, you will see clearly that the People's Democratic Party is not the same thing as the All Progressives.